0: Good morning, morning. please let my words speak for
1: you. Standing right here right now, I take a deep breath in and I release it, breathing in peace, breathing out love. Breathing in love, breathing out joy,
2: bringing myself right into this present moment, right here and right now. I release anything that has come before
1: and anything that will be coming after the service is over. With deep joy, I greet the morning that God has made. I am in deep awe of all of spirit's creations,
2: each one of us sitting right here with the energy of the one flowing through us as us. And I know that each one
1: who's here today will receive whatever it is that they need to feed them. I
0: know that God is in the house. And so with deep, deep joy and a heart so filled with love that it's overflowing, I open my mind and I open my soul through
2: the words of Reverend Diana. And so with deep joy and gratitude, I just say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is.
1: So it is.
2: Amen.
3: Where you are. Good morning. Good morning. Good
0: morning. My name
3: is Reverend Diana Johnson. I am the, the spiritual director and the pastor of Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. And I'd like to welcome you home. Welcome home to our community and welcome home to your own Mystic
4: Heart where every answer can be found.
3: So we'd like to welcome this morning to our music team. Gary French has joined us. <coughs> so nice to be able to have a a solid rhythm guitarist with <laughs> us. It's awesome. So thank you, Gary, so much. Here we go. You know this one. one two, three, four. Don't hesitate to
1: move.
5: Everybody get up on a joyful sound. Here we stand on holy ground. Let us make a joyful sound. Hey, hey, hey.
3: Today it's going to be fast and boogie music. Next week you're going to notice it slowing
1: down.
3: <laughs> Here we go.
5: Boogie while you can. Boogie while you can. <laughs> One, two,
3: three, four. Go for it. sunshine today, but that's okay. I honor each one that is here
4: today. Doesn't it feel good to sing together and to get moving at the start of the day? It does to me. It creates such a nice feeling in the room with all the voices. Singing is a powerful form of prayer, especially when you get your body and your emotions going with it. This month that we are talking about tending, the heart, tending to the heart. And in this first week of February, we're going to look at what it means to live from a full heart. We talk about a whole heart, welcome. Talk about a whole heart often, and how's that different or is it than a full heart? But first, let's take a moment to bring ourselves into this moment, allowing the breath to carry us to a point of stillness within
1: us. Ah, letting the breath slow down just a bit, center us in our being,
4: allowing it to find its own pace and flow within our bodies,
2: and settling into what is in this moment.
1: Just being fully present, blessed with the gift of life. just breathing, right here and right now. And so join me in feeling
4: our connection with all that is with our global community as we begin today, not only the human community, but with all of life, with all that we could call our non-living community as well as the living community. Being of one life, we recognize that we are connected, that we are of one life and one energy. The light of spirit burns brightly within
2: each of us. Every human, every animal, every plant, every rock, Spirit burns brightly in the sand and the soil and the water. The wind itself
1: teeming with life, radiating intelligence. And grounded
2: in the light that we are and that we see and that we feel, we
4: allow that light to be expressed outward to the heavens to the clouds and the stars and the galaxies, because we know that all of this
2: too is life. Sensing that all of it is radiating the
1: same divine light. There is no separation. There's only unity. There's only love. There's only spirit.
4: Feeling the truth of these words, we share a heartfelt intention for our time together today. We give time this month to attending to the heart and to asking what it means to live from a full heart. We spend time as spiritual family in deep communion with the great mystery, with that which is beyond time and space, beyond definition or description. And we explore what it means to love, to really love ourselves and one another. So acknowledging our connection with all of life, our collective work here is empowered. Our collective prayer and meditation leave an imprint of peace, of love,
1: of grace on the world. On the cosmos for all time through
4: our practice transformation is occurring wholeness is being revealed Hmm. so this morning is one of our celebration services we celebrate the first we celebrate all the time but we do an official celebration service the first sunday of every month And traditionally, February has been the love month. So that's what we talk about in February, right? We have Valentine's Day that happens. Um, We take time to contemplate love. Eastern cultures have many, many, many words for love. Sanskrit has 96 words for love. Each representing a different aspect or stage of love. Ancient Persian has 80 words for love. Western culture has unfortunately given less attention to the nuances of love. The Greek name, Greek's name, only seven types of love. And English has only one word, love. We can love our spouse, our partner. We can love our pet. We can love our plants. Our garden. We can love pizza. We, it's all love. That's what we have. So the mystics have often defined love as God's self-givingness or the infinite intelligence expressing itself as its creation. Made in the image and likeness of our creator, or so we're told, each of us has the capacity to give of ourselves, to offer our gifts in the world. Each one of us has the ability to love. Why else would we have been given our unique qualities and talents? Certainly not that so, you know, we can keep them to ourselves. Doesn't make much sense to hide our light under a bushel. So it's our purpose in this lifetime to pour out our gifts, to give unconditionally, to live from a full heart. To love wholeheartedly. Now the question becomes, but what do I have to offer? See people in the world doing such large things and we feel kind of small, like we can't really make that difference. What are my unique gifts? How will my loving or my self-givingness take form in the world? The first step in answering these questions is to look at what do I love? What do I love? St. Thomas Aquinas suggested that the things that we love tell us what we are. So what is it that we love? This year, I'm using Angelus Arian's book, Living in Gratitude. as kind of a loose guide to the year's topics. And in the February chapter, she suggests that where we are full-hearted in our lives, We are deeply engaged, responsible, reliable, and committed. That makes it pretty easy to discover where our own full-heartedness lies. Where are you fully involved in manifesting what has heart and meaning for you? It can be anything. Take a moment and look within yourself. Where do you willingly spend your free time? What kinds of activities make time disappear for you? What activities move you into the flow that leaves you feeling peaceful and contented and fulfilled at the other end of the process? I bet that each one of us can name at least one or two things that bring a sense of wholeheartedness or full-hearted living. I'm sure we've all heard this quote by Howard Thurman. Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. So, what is it that makes you come alive? I'll bet you can guess what some of mine are, if you know me at all studying, writing, teaching. Cooking, gardening, walking barefoot in the dirt. Dancing. (laughs) Dancing. Oh, I forgot (laughs) dancing. Yeah. So the next question, how much of your time do you give to these pursuits? These things that make you come alive? Is it enough time? Do you give
2: enough time to those things? Or do you cheat yourself? and the world of your gifts.
4: I find it sad that when preparing to choose a career, I wasn't asked, what do you do with your free time? <laughs> what do you enjoy the most? Were you asked that question when you were your college counselor, when you were looking for your career path? It might have saved me years of searching and changing majors. Six times before settling on a direction. So another question, I'm always full of questions. What does it look like to live a half-hearted life?
1: To me, it looks like a lot of shoulds rather than wants. I should do this
4: instead of I want to do this. It looks like I have to instead of I choose to. Here's an interesting experiment. How often do you hear yourself saying I have to do this or I have to do that? That's a habit for us, don't you think? I hear it a lot. I hear it in me a lot when I don't mean that. Not only is that a half-hearted way for me to live, but it also puts me in a victim role and releases me from responsibility. But that's a whole other talk. So we'll leave that for right now. Back to half heartedness a half hearted attitude can bring a feeling of being duty bound. It's my duty to take care of this. I might believe I have no choice in what I'm doing. I'm not consistent or reliable when I'm half hearted because I don't really want to be there. Sometimes when I'm being half hearted, I realize
1: that maybe I've outgrown certain interests or people or circumstances.
4: It is our nature to change. And as we change, so do the outer manifestations in our lives. And if we don't allow them to change, we can lose the enthusiasm that we we might once have had. And this can be really difficult. Because as human beings, how many of you out there Just love for things to change all the time. (laughs) No predictability whatsoever. That's not who we tend to be. Couple of examples. When I was in high school, I had a couple of really good friends and we did everything together and we hung out. You might have the same situation. We loved having sleepovers and getting together and even helping each other with chores and everything just to be together. But then high school was over and we all went off in our own directions. I went to junior college and these two went off to universities, different places. We each learned new things, took on new interests. And we tried to stay connected for a while. And what we found was we got together when we were in town but the enthusiasm was gone because we no longer had shared experiences or shared interests. We'd grown in different directions. At that time it made sense for me and each of us to let go of those friendships and those relationships so that space could be made for new ones that fit better. That's what we forget. We wanna just keep adding and adding and adding and adding. We're gonna hang on like with the death grip to everything that's been. And we want new things to come into our lives. It's like a person saying, I want a new mate but not clearing half the closet to make space for the clothing. You can't attract something new when you're filling it with the old, the stale, the thing that does not bring you life anymore. So this happened again for me when I moved to Reading and started a new life. It happened again when I went back to school to become a school teacher and I had a homeschool community of people. And it's happened again as I've become a minister. I have a new circle of people I connect with. It's not that I have no one left in my past, from my past, but, but very few people that I truly connect that feed me still and that I feed them. So I'm sure you all have your own examples of that. The same thing can happen, not just with people, but with interests, hobbies, homes, partnerships, all kinds of things. We grow, we change. When we force ourselves to stay with what no longer works and we refuse to change, we stunt our growth and we become half-hearted and we cheat ourselves and the world of the gifts that we might otherwise have to offer. So let's remember that we're talking about love, about self-givingness and about our ability to live wholeheartedly, fully engaging in what we love. Let's talk a little bit more about love itself. Benjamin Riggs, uh, he's an author of a book called Finding God in the Body, invites us to remember that love is the defining characteristic of the kingdom, kingdom of heaven. He says that I do not create love. I receive it. Love is a gift. He goes on to say that when freedom from self is realized, and he's talking about the human self, the egoic self, the likeness of God is reflected in our actions. So when we let go of that egoic sense of who we are, then the spirit that comes through is the truth about us. He says the cataracts of fear and expectation are removed and we can see the world as it is. I just love that description. The cataracts of fear and expectation are removed. That which covers our view, our perception. And we can see the world as it is. When we recover the freedom to see people as they are, not who we project them to be, we see the life that dwells and sings within them. And love is our natural response. We can't be anything else. His writing is so beautiful. I'd like to share just a little bit more from his book. He says the indwelling image of God is the fount of love that erupts at our center, breaking through our skin onto the plane of our incarnation. Such love sees beyond the projected self of others to their inmost depths where their true self abides. When the eye of God within us makes contact with the eye of God in our fellow man, there is communion, which is the meaning of namaste. Finally, he says that love is wild. Love is wild. I would agree with that. It has no manners. (laughs) It comforts the afflicted and afflicts the comfortable. That's just like me. (laughs) (laughs) love often defies logic it would have an embrace have us embrace our enemies and be uncomfortably honest with our friends this cannot be taught love does not come with a manual it is the spontaneous expression of our true nature you to just sit with this our mic song yeah we do okay we do song by gary lynn
2: floyd
5: As time has unfolded me, it has revealed to me life's nothing less than sublime. With every thought I make, every last breath I take, may I be gracious and kind. Love, I invite you to open up this heart of mine. Love, cover me. Light in the darkness, love covering me right every wrong, cause me to see love over hatred, guide me to see faithful. Cause me to sing Love over hatred. Guide me to me Faithful and strong Love cover me Love cover me Join us along with the love 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 Love
4: Love, cover me. The song is such beautiful poetry. As time has unfolded me, isn't that a nice way to think about life? Time is unfolding me. It has revealed to me life's nothing less than sublime. With every thought I make, every last breath I take, may I be gracious and kind. I don't know about you, but that can be a stretch for me sometimes. (laughs) Love, I invite you to open up this heart of mine. Love, cover me. Light any darkness. Love, cover me. Right every wrong. Cause me to see love over
1: hatred. Guide me to be faithful and strong. Love, cover me. What's it
2: saying? Love. Fill me. Fill me up. Make me wholehearted. Make me fullhearted.
4: And let me walk in that. Let me live that in the world. I believe there are at least three aspects or qualities of love that are required if we're going to live a wholehearted, fullhearted life. So let's take a minute to just look at these. The first quality or idea is unconditional love. We hear a lot about unconditional love, and that seems like a far reach sometimes because don't we place a lot of conditions on how we feel about people or what we express? But unconditional love says that I must know the freedom to love both friend and foe as myself. And we're not talking about this personal ego self here because we don't love our self very well, most of the time, right? But this is as I love my God self, my spirit self, my soul self, with that kind of devotion. That's how unconditional loves both friend and foe. I must come to experience the kind of love that recognizes and embraces everything that is real, capital R, and true, capital T whether it's comfortable or not for me. Because sometimes when we look at the world and we see other beings doing what they're doing, recognizing and honoring the spark of the divine is not the first place our minds go. (laughs) Just leave it at that. This kind of love does not see the world or its beings as good or bad. They simply are. There's no judgment. There's no criticism in unconditional love. It doesn't give any attention to what do I stand to lose or gain by how I treat the other. It sees things and people as they truly are in the spiritual sense. It sees the spark of divinity first, that spark that lives in, through, and as every being. When I love unconditionally and experience unconditional love in return, because likely I'm not going to experience much of it if I'm not giving it, a shift happens, a phase change, something shifts. And I move into an experience of gratitude. So that would be the second quality that I want to look at. So unconditional love moves us into the sense of gratitude for the love that we're receiving. Gratitude accepts the responsibility of tending or caring for the relationship with whatever it is. For the lover, for the child, for the pet, for the plant, the garden, our car. We're in relationship with everything or every person in our lives.
1: We tend to it um, because
2: We're standing in that place of unconditional love. So I've said
4: before that I believe gratitude is an action. It's not an idea or a concept. It's the act of caring for that which we are grateful. So again, going back to Riggs, Benjamin Riggs, he suggests that it reaches into the world from the deep space of unconditional love. It looks beyond, this is gratitude, looks beyond race, Religion, gender, sexual orientation, social status, and it finds its kind in others. In this way, likeness gives rise to kindness, which is the foundation of relationship. So once unconditional love brings us to the act of caring for another, the stage is set for creative love to emerge. This is the third quality I want to look at. We might think of creative love as limited to our love of um, a talent, a skill, to the arts. Maybe we paint or we play music or we cook or we write poetry. But actually, creative love has its greatest potential in our day-to-day life. We're creative beings. We're creating all the time. Creative love expands our field of practice, bringing it out of the meditation chair and into our day. Our relationships, our homes, our careers, our hobbies become grounds for artistic expression. Our day to day experiences become living works of art. There are infinite possibilities in how we can express love in the world. Each of us is a, a veritable storehouse of possibility. So once I discover for myself the untapped wealth that lies within me, stop right there for a minute. How many of us would say I have untapped wealth within me? That's not something that I take time to think or feel. Maybe we'd be better off if we took some time with that. But once we've done that, I'm I'm no longer dominated by a poverty mentality, you know, not enough time, not enough money, not enough energy. We have a not enoughness in our culture. I become full and overflowing. And then naturally I want to give back. So in this little description, love has come full circle. In the beginning, there is love, God's self-expression as me, as you, as its creation. Love is my inherent sense of self-givingness. It's what I am. It's how I'm made. I may not be in touch with that part of myself. And yet there is a drive within me. It moves me in the direction of receiving. Think back as a young child to those so much larger than we were. So we're receiving unconditionally. We can receive whatever we're given. Again, that could be another talk. We won't go there either. (laughs) This experience draws me from receiving to then giving unconditional love, which draws me into a sense of gratitude for that cycle of loving, giving, and receiving, which I demonstrate in return by my caring actions, which brings a sense of contentment as I move into an even more giving and creative love in my life. I believe this is the kind of love that the master Jesus spoke of when he gave his two great commandments. He sort of abolished the other 613 when he said, love the Lord, your God with all your heart,
2: all your soul, all your mind and all your strength and love your neighbor as yourself.
4: It takes a lot of creativity to live that way. To put the benefit of the whole ahead of our own preferences. Ooh. To put the well being of our human family and the forests and the oceans and all of its creatures before our own likes and dislikes. The word creativity means the act of making something from nothing or bringing something into existence. So each one of us has habits and patterns of behavior that can cause us to do things in certain ways. And those ways may not be what's best for our neighbors or for other creatures, for the plant life or the planet, even for ourselves really. It is a heroic and creative act to change those habits. To be willing to let go of preferences in favor of new ways that work for all beings.
2: Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind,
4: and all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. So in a more modern culture, here's another way we might say that. And I encourage you to interpret it for yourself. But here's my interpretation. Give of yourself, heart, soul, mind, and body, to the unfolding of the great mystery. Treat all beings as equal to yourself. Become a
2: beneficial presence on the planet. And in doing so, you will be living from a full heart.
4: So let's close together in prayer. Please hold these words
2: as your reality if they ring true for you. Holy One, I thank you for the gift
4: of this day, for the many blessings that it brings. I thank thank you for my growing willingness to be the love that I intend to see in the world. You are the one intelligence, the one life, the one love that I call God. Forever giving of itself as all that is. I know that it is by your grace moving through my life that I am lifted. That my mind is purified and my heart is opened. In my human speech, I have no other way to relate than saying you
2: and me. But in truth, there is no separation. There is no difference. You
4: live in through and as me, and I live in the atmosphere of you. And so recognizing our oneness, I quietly receive and channel your love today. I surrender my need to control, to criticize, to be right by making others wrong. And instead I choose love without condition. I allow it to guide my thoughts, my words, and my actions from this moment forward. I act as a powerful and creative force for good in the world. As we commit to loving unconditionally, to expressing gratitude, and to making a positive imprint on the future of our world, let's take a moment with eyes still closed to see that love flowing out from us to all of creation, helping to create a love-soaked world. Mm -hmm. Let's give it our feeling, (coughs) our caring, our devotion. Together, we envision a world completely transformed by all of the creative love and wholehearted action that we are expressing individually and
2: collectively. A world that is peaceful. Can you see it? Joyful, abundant, and free.
4: Where all beings live as one family, caring for one another and caring for our beautiful planet as the sacred
2: beings that we are. A world where
1: everyone has access to plenty of nourishing food. A warm and comfortable home. Medical
4: care,
2: education, creative contribution and a sense of belonging.
4: A world where every being is valued for its inherent goodness and light. Where the peace we cultivate within shows up in our world
2: as radical love and compassion. We feel and know a world without greed
4: where there is abundance in having enough where every being as a precious creation of God is deserving of all the blessings that life has to offer. And every being
2: willingly receives gratefully.
1: Breathe that in for a moment. Let that soak in.
2: As we place our faith in the infallible givingness of
4: our source, And offer our heartfelt vision, we know that the world is changed, even if just a little. In this instant, and for this knowing, I give thanks. I am so grateful for all who have come today to be in community. I'm profoundly grateful for every blessing of this day. And by this act of prayer, we become wholehearted. We live from a full heart serving as the hands, feet, voice and heart of God, doing its work in the world, all things are possible. And so knowing and trusting in the power of my holy word, I release this prayer to the one power and intelligence that I call God with absolute faith in its immediate action. I call it done as we affirm this together by saying, And so it is. Amen. So let this vision become real in your heart and your mind. Infuse it with your faith as you walk through your day. Feel it and know it. Remember it and live it. There is no lack or limitation in source, in God. There is no reason we cannot have such a world. None. So hold on to that vision and let it bring a smile to your face and joy to your heart. Bring your awareness gently back to the atmosphere in the room and prepare
2: to celebrate.
5: You know this one. One. Together and feel alright. One love, one heart, give thanks and praise to the Lord, and it will be alright. Oh, let's get together and feel alright. People get ready. You just get on board Whoa. all you need is faith to hear the hey. diesels humming Whoa. you don't need no ticket you just together and feel all right. So people get ready for that train to Jordan. Wow. It's picking up passengers Good morning. coast to coast. Wow. Wow. Faith is the Hello, key. River. Open the doors and boredom. Just get on Here, then. board.
3: So, repeat after me our affirmation today. It should pop up here in a second. But you know this. There is power in our prayer.
5: There is power in our prayer.
3: There is power in our our vision. There is power in
5: our vision.
3: Living from the fullness of our hearts.
5: Living living from from the the fullness fullness of our hearts. hearts.
3: We are creating a world that works for all
4: beings.
5: We are creating a world that works for all beings.
4: Right here.
1: Right
4: here. Right now. Right now. now, And and so so it it is. is. Amen. Amen. So every Sunday we invite you to join in celebrating the work that we're doing in the world by sharing of your financial good, should you choose to do that. And if you're at home, you can go to mysticheart.org to use our donate button or to find our mailing address. We also have a gracious giving program for those who'd like to make a heartfelt contribution monthly to support our ability to um, set our budget, and that kind of thing. So if you have questions about that, you can ask me anytime. So we have an affirmation that blesses our offering. And I invite you to really take it in It's not just something that wrote, we repeat, we mean this stuff. So as I awaken to the the God God within
1: me and all around me, me, I see abundance abundance everywhere I look.
3: I consciously consciously step into into that flow of abundance by this act of of giving. I bless this gift, sending it forth to heal and and
0: prosper. It is evidence of my faith.
3: It
4: does it's good, good work, work in the
0: world
1: and, and
4: blesses
0: all of creation. I give
2: from a consciousness of abundance. So, it, so is. it is.
5: Amen. Amen.
2: So as we're
4: doing that, we have a song for you. This might sound familiar from a story that you've heard somewhere along the line. I can't hear you. At least they won't.
5: No one can lead you down into the promised land. No matter who you are, no matter where you go. So take that step, no time to waste. Just walk right into everything. You gotta make it on your own
3: days of old when Moses led the Jewish people through the desert toward a better way of life. He took them out of bondage, led them to a path of freedom, and for 40 years he led them toward the light. But at the end of that parade, the one mistake those people made was thinking someone else could set them free. Then there came a revelation, no one could be their salvation. Moses led them to the gate and he handed them the key. No, no one can lead, can lead you down
5: into the promised land. No matter who you are, no matter where you're wrong. So take that step, no time to wait. just walk right into
3: heaven's deep. You gotta make it on your own. and took jesus on the scene to try again to lead the people toward the light he came as an example tried to show them their divinity and in a few the flame of consciousness he did ignite but mostly they misunderstood the message he was bringing when they thought he said he was the only one well those people couldn't understand what Jesus tried to tell them was that they could each perform the very
5: miracles he'd done. No one can lead you down into the promised land. No matter who you are, no matter where you roam, So take that step, no time to wait, just walk right into empty. you got to make it all your own.
3: Well, I hope that you are listening to this message I am bringing you. I hate to think this sun was all in vain. But you've got to travel and work to that very quiet in you. It's the only way to shake that ball and chain. Well, no one can lead you down into the promised land.
5: No matter who you are, no matter where you roam, so take that step, no time to wait. Just walk right into heaven's gate. You gotta
3: make it on your own. Well, no one can lead
5: you down into the promised land. No matter who you are, no matter where you are roam. So take that step, no time to wait. Just walk right into heaven's gate. You gotta make it on your own. Gotta make
3: it on your own (laughs) Let's dance.
0: Right on. With a heart filled with joy, I express deep gratitude. Deep gratitude for all of the gifts here this morning. Deep gratitude for the gifts of joy and love that so many give without, without seeking recognition.
2: I am grateful for each and every one of the people who help this place be the wonderful place that it is. A wonderful place
0: for my family, my spiritual family to meet. And I am deeply grateful for what I know is coming after. (laughs) And I pass this to Reverend Diana. That would be lunch
4: every week. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Spirit, for all the gifts of this day. Thank you for each one present today, each and every gift that is offered. We know that it does grow and multiply, and it flows back into our community through all of the work that we are doing, all of the gifts that we are giving to the Reading community. So thank you for each and every gift.
0: And so it is. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Take care. So just as a note, Reverend Diana and Chris handed Bob a turkey and said, could you do something with this? (laughs) It's in the other room. Just a few things before we go. Next week, please join Ellie and Randy Thompson in celebrating 50 years. 50, that's five zero. They've invited us to witness their golden recommitment ceremony next Sunday, February the 13th as part of the Sunday service.
4: That invitation's going out far and wide.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> there will be lots of food. Always. It's us. <laughs> Beverages and a beautiful cake to share immediately following. There's a flyer in your bulletin that you can take with you if you'd like. Please, RSVP to Reverend Diana to reserve your seat. It I'll take two. Champagne. Okay. <laughs> oh, two, <champagne>. <laughs> Tuesdays, 3 to 5, Michael Bordeaux's Book Club, Church of the Wild, oh my God, how nature invites us into the sacred, she fixed it, I got me (laughs) on, Thursdays, 3 to 5, Metaphysical Bible, ongoing drop-ins, always welcome, you do not have to know the Bible, you will learn some things, Praying in Color, Love Yourself, Heart-shaped dream catchers should be a fun project. Join Ellie Saturday for avoid the P. She can be busy this weekend. Please let Ellie know in advance if you're planning to attend so she can have plenty of materials available. Later on this month, music in motion, a mind, body and spirit expression experience from Mommy or daddy and me a unique blend of music movement and story time for toddlers and preschoolers the little kid basics of music theory conscious story story time and a closing yoga practice appropriate for children 1 to 5 years old and their special someone read by read, led by Reverend diana and amanda hunter
3: amanda, amanda? Oh, down there, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: river <laughs> You can run, but <laughs> there are flyers available if you know someone who would be interested. Mystic Heart Gathering Place, Suite H, beginning Tuesday, February the 27th, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Contact Reverend Diana at mysticheart.org for more information or to register. Pre-registration is required. Suggested donation, $10 per class. All donations will be grateful you see. And for the younger set, that sounds pretty young to me. <laughs> i not, not
4: that young.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Connections Book Club and Meditation Circle. Please join Reverend Diana in this journey uh, through Heart-Minded, How to Hold Yourself and Others in Love by renowned author, author and teacher Blond- Sarah Blondin. Beginning Thursday, February the 24th at Mystic Heart Gathering Place. 3609 Batteli Lade Sweet Age from 12 to 2. Again, flyers are available if you're interested. If you're new with us today, please consider filling out an information card. They are in the back so that we will be able to reach you. And if you'd like prayer support, we also have prayer cards with envelopes on the back. If you want to fill one of those out and toss it up here, the practitioners will pray. I am available today if anyone would like quick prayer support. And if you'd like a larger session with any practitioner, our information is on the back of your bulletin. Please feel free to take that with you and contact us whenever you need us. And now, please join us in our final song and then let's go eat. (laughs) Get up and to get ready
5: to move All together hand No.
3: Sunday and a beautiful week. Thank you for
1: being here. Many, many blessings.